Welcome to the Business Shop Podcast, where our guests speak on meeting the challenges of entrepreneurship, as well as offer tips and advice on business, marketing, technology, and more. Whether you are a newbie or a seasoned professional, this episode is for you. I am your host, Audrey Wiggins. Let's chop it up. Hello, Chop Squad. Audrey here. My guest this episode is Steve Feld from Arizona. He is going to unpack for us how to grow our business, achieve our goals, and reach our potential. It seems like a lot. He's got some problem children here to fix. <laughs> so <laughs> his, um, his belief is most businesses lack a solid marketing strategy, internal systems to drive profits, and struggle with sustainable revenue. So he helps skyrocket predictable profits through clarity of message, mission, and management by simply implementing strategic systems and processes to gain a competitive edge for long-term success. And the bottom line, he says, is in 45 minutes, he can uncover $50,000 or more in hidden revenues. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that screen. Now, a little background on Steve. He has over 30 years of extensive senior-level experience in high competitive industries. He is an expert in all aspects of change management, operations, business development, marketing, sales, HR, customer service, leadership, and finance. And he is very passionate to see other business owners survive and thrive. Steve has created and owned six high six-figure businesses, operated three other businesses, generating anywhere from $20 to $35 million in gross revenues. He's operated divisions for three brand-name Fortune 500 companies. These have included being a COO and CFO for a large nonprofit organization, Director of Global Merchandise for the Harlem Globetrotters, General Manager for Rawhide, an 1880s Western-themed town, and everyone's got to remember Rawhide, <laughs> um, taught karate for five years after earning his own black belt. And we're going to hear from Steve a little bit later. He also has his own podcast, so I'd love for, um, for the squad to you know hop on over there, but not right now. To um to listen to the biz coach and coffee. That's gonna uh, be awesome. We'll get them links and things going better. So at this point, Steve, welcome to the business shop. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Where are we gonna start? Should we go straight to the bottom line or just tell us how we're gonna you're gonna help us grow our business, achieve goals, and reach our potential? Yeah, I mean, I primarily work with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and the biggest I'd say thing I see challenge is they're trying to be everything to everyone. Mm -hmm. And what happens is it ends up being that they're nothing to everyone. <laughs> I hate to say it. I'll be that guy, but let's be real about it. If you're yeah. trying to be everything to everyone, your message is so watered down. No one really will get it. Maybe one or two. And then they're going to realize you're, you're going to realize they're not your ideal customer. And they're going to realize you're not there to help them solve their problems. Mm. So by having really understanding, knowing who your target market is, what are those? What is their problem? Was that target market's problem? And how you solve them is one of the greatest keys to success. Wow. And I've heard this argument a million times. Like, well, if I niche down, then I, I won't get X business. Fear. <laughs> it's fear. And I'm telling you right now, that's bull hockey. 
It's grade <laughs> A BS. <laughs> we you can't have two markets. We, we, we only have, we can only pick one. <laughs> we'll pick one to start. And I always say, look at Amazon. We'll take Amazon. Okay. Amazon started with one market and one market only. They were hyper-focused mm-hmm. on selling what? Books. Yes. Yes. That's it. Books only. Yeah. Did they care about anything else that's being sold in the world? No. Nope. Just books. Once they got the books down and worked out the kinks and really had their message really rock solid, then they introduced one more thing, which was CDs. They got hyper-focused on CDs and really knew that market and built that up. Once that was up and running, then they focused on the next one thing. Do you see? It's the Amazon effect. (laughs) Okay. focused on one thing at a time. Yeah, I love it. All right, people. All right, Chop Squad. We gotta we have to have clarity and focus. Let's get some success. Repeat it, rinse and repeat several times, and then you can move on. Per Steve. That's it. I mean, I I know a coach, a very highly successful coach. They focused on one market only. Mm-hmm. And everyone said, Well, you're so niche down, you're gonna avoid everyone else. They go, I don't care. That's right. They attracted that market like a magnet because they said they spoke to people. I mean, look at, you know, if you're in the mood, think of us. We're attracted to certain things that are in our world. Our, we want our problems solved and we don't want a solution that we don't have. Right. We're going to seek that out. And if someone is so generalistic, I don't want to talk to them. But if someone is specific, I want to talk to them. Yes. You're not going to go to your general practitioner when you need a heart heart doctor. That's right. So that's why I say be specialized and you really know your market. You will attract people outside of it. Yes. Will you help them? Yes. But but really target, know who your market is and talk to them. Solve their problems and your business will thrive. Yeah. Because, and I think along with that is that we'll get better. And what we're doing, because we're doing the rinse and repeat thing with the, the same type of client, and we become more of an expert, more of an expert until, you know, we are we, we are the one or you are the one, Steve Phil, right. that, that the people are, 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 are clamoring to. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't expand in the future. Mm-hmm. Trying to like do 10 things or work on 10 markets today, that means one tenth of your time is focused. Yeah. Focus 100% in one market right now. Once you have it built up, then you bring on the right people, put in the right systems and processes so you are not the business and you can move on to the next thing. Right. Talk to us a little bit about um, systems in there, um, you know, in our process, I guess our our processes, and then we can enter in the, the systems. Yeah, I mean, a lot of businesses, especially I saw this in 2020. So they were coming to me. They're like, I went and called 10 business brokers and they all told me to go pound sand that I don't have a business to sell. Hmm. And I said, you're right. You did not build a business, but I've been in business for 30 years. Yeah. But you didn't build a business. You built an income stream. And here's the difference. An income stream is a wonderful thing. So you build a business, you're getting income out of it. But if you retire, you go on vacation, you get sick, the business is shut down, period. That's right. That's an income stream. 
A business is you go on vacation for a month, never call the office, never get one email, and you come back a month later and the business has grown because you have people, systems, and processes in place. Wow. That's a business that you can sell one day and reward yourself with all that sweat equity you put in. Hopefully live large. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so where do we start, Steve? The first thing is you got to start when you start growing your business at a certain point, you got to let go of those reins. Okay. Think of it. You've had kids and at some point you got to stop holding them and cuddling them and let them walk. Yeah. So you got to hire the right people. And I have all, I learned this so long ago. Thank God I learned it <laughs> and was hire smarter people than me. Oh yes. That's and awesome. I learned that from someone. He goes, listen, I'm not the smartest guy. I don't know half the things these people do. He goes, but here's what I'm good at. I identify talent and find the right, the best person to handle that one job. I just give them direction and I give them all the tools and support they need. And I stay the hell out of their way. <laughs> Perfect. And this guy was grossly successful. I mean, and he barely only maybe worked 30 hours a week. But he was great at supporting the right people. And he just knew I have to give up the reins. Okay. I can't micromanage. I have to hire the right people. They're going to build your business. Exactly. You exactly. motivate, support, guide. You That's your job now. You're not the technician anymore. You're the entrepreneur. Mm. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yep. So with that, we have to to have trust. Oh, I'm not going to say you're going to find the right person right away. Believe me, as the analogy said, yeah, you're going to kiss a few frogs here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! But you know, right person, wrong person. You know, we still have to. When you you talk about giving up the reins, that means that we have we have to trust. We have to right. we have to give up this this um this know it all attitude that nobody else can do it but me. Yeah, and I see it all the time the with business of it. Yeah, I mean they're micromanaging the death out of their employees. They wonder why they have high turnover. They wonder mm-hmm. why they don't they're not attracting great employees. It's like, well, no one wants to work for you because mm-hmm. you're micromanaging. Yeah, and they'll see that in the interview. Another thing is like the onboarding process, the whole hiring process. Most business owners have never had to do it on their own. They always let HR do it when they were in corporate. Mm-hmm. So that is all new to them. And there is a process to ways to hire the right people. And I, another lesson I learned a long time ago, and it's, it's the greatest lesson is hire slow, fire fast. Okay. So if someone is a bad fit, bad seed, whatever, toxic, get rid of them now, mm-hmm. fast. Yes. Because it's like a cancer. It will spread throughout the rest of the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's nothing like being around toxic people. Ooh. Oh, my God. We've all been there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the bad apple, I'm sorry, it does spoil the good ones. It does. If you want to lose great employees, hire a bad employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one way to drive off the great ones. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. So once we get our um our right team there, how do we? What's the sustainability with that? 
Yeah, this is when you have to be that entrepreneur, that leader. Mm-hmm. Have strategic planning, your budgets, make sure all the roles are defined. Where is the business going? Because I see this with business owners all the time. I ask them, I do, I've been teaching a class for seven years called the ABCs of starting a business. Okay. And I talk to them about an exit strategy and they're like, wait, we haven't even started the business. And you're already talking about exiting? I go, yeah. How do you know where you're taking your business if you don't know where you're taking it to? Mm-hmm. That's like getting in your car and just driving aimlessly around and you want to go from LA to New York, but you have no plan. You don't know where New York even is. No, no map, no GPS. <laughs> so you're just driving around going wherever. Uh, you might I get there one day. It's northeast somewhere over there. But. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's the goal of your business? Is it to okay. sell it to a competitor? Is it to sell it to someone else? Is it to legacy, to pass it on to your kids? And by the way, your kids don't want your business. Get over it. Life goes on. <laughs> Next. Right, right. Yeah, I hear that from people. Well, my kids are going to take it over. Or are they in the business now? No, they don't want it. Yeah, there's no plan. <laughs> my kids don't want my business. I'll tell you that. And I don't want them to take over my business. I want <laughs> them to live their life. Yes. To live the, what their dreams and passions are. Mm-hmm. Not mine. I'm living mine. Right. Not theirs. You, you've got us to let go of the reins. We hired some folks, some good folks. We, we hired good. the right folks. We are, we are working in our niche. How can we now? In 45 minutes, and this is, you, you promised this, <laughs> how can we uncover that 50K? of hitting? I actually use proprietary software because oh. I know there are smarter people in the world than me. <laughs> All right, folks, you have got it. You have to plug in to, <laughs> to Steve. If you want to know how to do that, you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to work with them. And I don't, I don't blame you. That's, that's great. <laughs> and I do this. But just, to, just, oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's just, all I do is ask questions. I put your, because I, Put them in a certain order. I can look at 12 different areas of your business. And mm-hmm. 45 minutes, we get through like two to three areas. Wow. That's usually enough. But it's things that we as business owners, it just happens. Everyone gets so focused on the business and the sale. And we forget about all the other things that have built our businesses mm-hmm. or that we are where we can grow our business. So I just ask those questions. You're telling me the answers. I plug them in. And I let the 497 million algorithms do their job. And here comes the best part. So that's what we find. And now I get a report and an implementation schedule to actually now we can make it a reality. Wow. So do you, so once you have that report and you're talking to us, is that, um, do you coach us through that or do you turn us loose or what is the um, the end process with that? Yeah, that's where I definitely coach you through it because Mm -hmm. If you're like me and every other business owner on the planet, you know, I'll get to it, right? Yeah. But if you have a coach, (laughs) that's it. I mean, just think if Michael Jordan's, if a coach said to Michael Jordan, hey, go off and practice on your own, y'all get to it. Yeah. But if the coach says, listen, I'm going to see you tomorrow at two o'clock and we're going to practice and work on this, guess who will be there working hard? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, I mean, he had over 20 coaches. And, and here he was trying to be a better basketball player. And he was already the best. And he still, he knew he wasn't the best. Wow. Because he knows that coaches saw something in him that he can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I would say be like Mike. 
All right. Be like Mike and hire Steve. (laughs) I even wrote a book on how to find a business coach, you know, why you need a business coach. So even if it's not me, there are questions in the book to ask before you hire someone to find the right person for you. Yeah. Everyone's different. So find the right coach for you and what you're looking for in, in your life and in your business. Right, right. And that's that's important too because you know the coach needs a coach, and oh. so, so the business leader needs a um a leader or or, mm-hmm. or a coach um as we're as we're talking like right now. Yeah, I have two coaches. Okay, okay. they do two different, totally different things in my world. Mm-hmm. They don't overlap, and I years ago I was struggling in one of my businesses. I mean, I was dying a death. Wow. And, People were telling me, you need a coach, you need a coach. And finally, I let the ego go and mm. I got a, interviewed coaches and I found this one person and my life changed in 45 days. So did my business. And I was like, why did I wait? And since right. that day, I always had a coach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's important. That's, that's good to hear that, um, that, that lesson right there. Oh, I learned it the hardest way. Yeah. I was going bankrupt. I hear you. I'm right on the edge. I'm I'm teetering. I'm teetering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here smiling, but yeah. Know. I mean, well, at the time the wife was uh she was handing me divorce papers to look over oh. too. It's like that's it, that's how bad it got. And then once everything turned around, it was like, okay, that all went away. All of it. Okay. All right. Yeah, because you, you, yeah, we do have to, like you said, put that ego away. And sometimes I think the ego gets in there just because, you know, there's some fear and shame and, you know, wrapped up all in that. Oh, I hit all those emotions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm speak from experience. Yeah, definitely. Get a little tired of crying, waking up in a cold sweat at 2 a.m., worrying about how you're going to make payroll in two days. That got a little old. I'll well, tell you that. That's right. Well, I'm glad you stuck it in there and got help because now you can help the rest of us. Um, yeah. You know, even even though we may have made the mistakes, but we want you know we can like stop making, stop living in that in that pot and get up and start, you know, thriving like you said, you know, surviving and, and thriving as, as business owners. And was, okay, so you have your um your different books. You've got um a podcast, um, biz coaching coffee for small business owners and entrepreneurs. I want to make sure that uh, the Chop Squad has the opportunity to, um, you know, to sit at your feet a little bit more. And we'll have um, that link in the show notes, but it's bizcoach.lisbon, um, Lipson, rather, excuse me.com. So we can, can check that out um, as well as you've written several books. So tell us about your books and how we can, can get those. I got them definitely on Amazon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> They're also available on my website and I'm okay. on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, all the books were written actually for business owners, small business owners and okay. entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's everything that they're telling me. And I'm like, I'm hearing the same reoccurring stories and patterns. It's like, let's put it in a book and really help them and not make it so technical. Like how to read your financial statements. Right. Yeah, well, yeah everyone. I mean, every business owner, I can't read them. So I don't look at them. Mm-hmm. Well, here's how to read them in a simple, you don't have to be an MBA or CPA to read it and just look at three numbers. And then here's what it means. And here's how to pull the levers that'll impact your business. And that's all you really need to work at. Okay. Awesome. So are there any final words of advice that you'd like to give us? 
Yeah, it's one of the many I've learned the hard way. I can talk about it now, but it, I was crying over it for years. And that was actually asking for help. It was the hardest thing in my life to do. Asking, <laughs> proposing was easier, easier folks. I mean, guys, <laughs> you'll get that one. So asking for help was harder. And, wow. But it was the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. And I learned my lesson that small business owners, entrepreneurs, do not ask for help on anything because they think they know it all. And that's one of the biggest killers of your business. Mm -hmm. To this day, I ask the right people for help. They ask me. I'll be more than happy to share. It's like, mm -hmm. I have a coach. We coach each other. It's not one of the two coaches, but we coach each other. They okay. are in social media branding, totally <laughs> different than what I do. Okay. So they come to me for drip campaigns and that kind of stuff, but they know Instagram and all those platforms. Okay. So we coach each other on it and it's a wonderful thing, but I had to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And You're then right. they turned around and go, guess what? I'm struggling. Wow. And then they asked for help. Mm -hmm. Now we're, we're both doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. If you have to ASK, we have to ask, ask ask the right questions and don't be don't be afraid to be vulnerable because that, that's the whole piece right there we talk about the ego yes yeah. it's, it's no such thing as looking silly or dumb it's always yeah. ask the question i don't judge anyone who asks for help i really don't i'm like you're the smartest person i know right now because i've been through that right and i thought i'm embarrassed the anxiety, the shame, all that. And once I got the help, I was like, it all went away. And I realized I was an idiot thinking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could say it now at the time. I was like, I'll never do that. I know what I'm doing. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, well, Steve, it's been great talking today. I understand you do have something for our guests for the Chop Squad. And, and what is that? Absolutely. It's my first book, 45-Minute Business Breakthrough. Eight simple steps that you can actually put in your business, marketing, in your business today, and it's going to cost you, it better not cost you a penny on advertising and marketing. If you're spending money on it, then I made it so you don't spend any money. Okay. All right. All right. And where can we find that? It's at bizcoachsteve.com forward slash 100k. All right. BizCoachSteve.com slash 100k. But Steve, it's been awesome um, conversating with you today. Yes, a little vernacular in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, it was a great discussion and learned some things and, and we all look forward to going a little bit deeper. So remember, folks, uh, plug into Steve's um, his podcast and definitely grab his complimentary um, book there. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Business Shop. We hope that you were able to glean valuable information from our guests and that you will download and share this podcast. Your rating and review is much appreciated. To go deeper with our guests, please visit their website and social channels. To learn more about us, please visit businessshop.info or altogether.biz, where we will help you expand your brand.